passions, beliefs, life stories, helpful resources for the senior living journey. Discover it all here as we get to know our residents, employees, and partners one-on-one. I'm your host, Thomas Cloutier. Welcome to the People of Arte Living Pod. This month, we're honoring Hispanic Heritage Month. Follow Abner Communities on social media to learn more about all the ways we're honoring Hispanic heritage, including learning about people who have made an impact on our world. Today, we welcome Crystal Rubalcaba, Director of Sales and Outreach at Avamira Park Place. Crystal has served Avamira for four years, starting her senior living career as a caregiver. She is a mentor to fellow team members. Crystal attributes her hardworking personality to her parents and her love of baking to her mother, who owns a bakery. Well, hi, Crystal. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, we're excited to get to know more about you in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month. Will you tell me a little bit about yourself and your heritage? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I am Hispanic. Uh, My parents actually came here from Mexico um, and they they came from Mexico pretty early in their life. Um, So my mom came when she was 18 and my dad about 20 years old. And so they came here to work and go to school. So that's how they met. Um, Grew up with five other siblings. So we are a very big family, Um, very family oriented, very close with all of my siblings, which is lovely because I do have a lot. Um, I fall in second oldest out of six. So a lot of responsibility kind of falls into my plate being one of the older child. Um, Yeah, so that's a little bit about me and about my family. Sure, and uh, I I bet you that makes the holidays awfully fun at your house, huh? Oh yeah, very fun, lots of food, lots of music, very beautiful. It's, It's lovely because we are such a big family. We all have our own partners, our own kids. Um, so we're we're bringing in a lot of our own personality, I guess, into the group, which is very beautiful, I would say. Absolutely. And you brought a lot of personality to our sales team, and I sure appreciate that. So, well, you're, you're a mom, most importantly, to an energetic boy. Uh, obviously, as you know, I have two girls, so that's a different set of energy. There's a lot more a lot going on there uh, from my experience with my nephew. So tell me more about your son and, and your immediate family. Yeah, so I have a four-year-old son. His name is Tiago. Um, He is, like you said, very active, very energetic. Um, So right now, we just started him into sports. So he's actually doing martial arts. um, And he's picked that up really good. So we're excited to see where that goes. Um, So that's awesome. And he's really into doing outdoor stuff, which has kept me on my toes and trying to do different things with him, which is awesome. Um, Last weekend, we went fishing. He likes to go hunting with his dad. Even as a four-year-old, he loves all of that stuff. Um, So it's it's awesome just seeing a little bit of both him um, come out of like both of our parents and things like that. So that's awesome. Sure is. Sure is. Sounds like maybe a future director of sales now, Rach. Maybe. Forrest. You, you know, never he, know. He's, <laughs> he is very smart for his age. I will give him that. And I have big expectations for him. And that kind of plays into like my heritage because my, my family and my mom specifically, she was very based on like my goals and all of that stuff. And I kind of see that portraying onto my son now as a mom. Um, so we'll see what happens. We'll see with time. 
And you, you've done an incredible story. You've advanced your career with Avamir in the last four years you've been with us. So just walk us through your career path and, and journey with us. Yeah, so I actually started my career here as a caregiver. Um, I actually graduated from college with a bachelor's degree in science in hopes to become a nurse. Um, but I had a son, so I didn't continue my nursing school. So I kind of wanted to stay in the healthcare um, background. Um, so I, I applied for this job, became a caregiver, and moved up, became a med tech, became a care coordinator. Um, and now a director of sales and outreach and, you know, just putting in the work and putting in a good work ethic kind of plays where I am at today. I am very passionate about everything that I do and every single role. And I make sure that I do it a hundred percent to my ability. Um, and that's, that's just something that I've always done all of my life since I was little. And that's thanks to my mom, because she has always pushed me to be the best that I can in anything, even it's, if it's not my forte. Um, so yeah, that's something that's been carried with me and I continue to do that as much as I can. And yeah. Well, and someday you might run this company because I mean, Sarah Silva's laid out the career path, right? I mean, at 19 years old, started as a caregiver and similar to you, med tech, RCC, which is the toughest job in the company. Um, you know, I've played that role uh, by accident a couple of times, just falling into it because the community needed it when I ran them. And uh, I mean, managing people's schedules and expectations, it's an incredibly hard job. So we're sure happy to have you on the sales side for sure. But um, definitely gone the hard path and, and you know, remarkable work that you've done with us. So, but someday I might be working for you. So I got to be super nice to you uh, throughout this whole thing. So uh, so out of everything in your life, your experiences, accomplishments, and family, what are you most proud of? I would probably say um, graduating from college and getting that opportunity to play sports at a collegiate level. Being Hispanic, that opportunity comes, you know, with hard work um, because we are faced with a lot of challenges in many different ways. Um, so we have to work twice as hard, in my opinion, to get to where we want to be. Um, so it's it was a challenge for sure. Um, and it was rewarding at the end, um, getting my bachelor's in a very difficult field. It is human biology, really close to becoming a doctor. Um, so it's, it's up there. And there was many times where I wanted to give up because it was just a lot of work, a lot of studying, a lot of late nights, but I completed it. I graduated, got my bachelor's, um, which is, I think, a really great accomplishment. And I can use that in a lot of different ways. Um, and now I am here using that in a field that not necessarily I was aiming for, but it's still in the field where I'm allowed to help others and help other individuals navigate through their life and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I know when, when I first met you, I told a little bit about my story, but uh, so I had no idea I'd be working in this in now 14 years, right? Like there's the, it, it just fell into me and then I, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I haven't even thought about leaving since. And there's something about this field where you get to really connect yeah. to, to people, family members, residents. I mean, I have things all over my desk that are, you know, gifts and mementos and pictures of just experiences I've had in this field. So yeah. it's truly remarkable how many people touch us and we get to touch exactly. uh, throughout. So exactly, it's, yeah. 
I, I hope it turns into a very long career uh, working with us. So you've told us a little bit about your family. Tell us about your childhood. What are your, some of your favorite memories? Oh, um, let's see. Well, I remember we would go to we would travel to Mexico at least twice a year. And when we would travel to Mexico, it would either be like on a holiday, like for Christmas around that time or during summer break. Um, and every time we would visit my grandma, um, she has a farm and she has animals. She has cows. And we would I specifically would be the only one that would wake up at four in the in the morning, get up, help her milk the cow. So we have fresh milk in the morning. And then from that milk, we would actually make cheese. And not a lot of people like this cheese because it has a very strong odor, but it's very popular in the area where she's from. So she would actually make the cheese, sell it. Um, and then that's how she would create her income. So that's something that we or I took with her um, and we did together. And then she also would bake bread. Um, that's also very known like in her area where she's from. So we would do that on a daily basis. And I would love making that because it's, it takes a lot of work. It takes days to make the cheese because you have to leave it out to ferment and, and she would have all those supplies there. And it was just such an amazing thing to do and be proud of when it was done and let people know, like, I helped my grandma make that cheese. I helped my grandma make that bread. Um, so very beautiful thing that I got to experience with my grandma. Um, and then just, getting to know my family because my most of my family is in Mexico. Um, so it was like a way to connect and, you know, get to learn their culture, how they live their lives in Mexico and things like that. So very beautiful way for us to know our, our parents' background and things like that. So it was awesome. I miss it. It's been a while since I've been in Mexico. I want to say like eight or plus years that I've been um, that I haven't been. So hopefully I get to go soon and take my son and get him to know where his grandparents came from and his culture and things like that. Cause it's very different trying to teach him here because it's completely different over there, completely different, but very beautiful, very, a lot of festives going on over there during those times in the summer and in Christmas times, so a lot of really fun things to do down there. Most of the good stories start with with my grandma, right? I know. Uh, it's amazing how that works. Uh, it's same for me, right? Uh, I mean, I just, I fondly look back at some of the times with them. So not surprised to hear that. Tell me about some of your hobbies. I mean, you're, you're, you're a parent. So I, I say this lightly, you know, between work and parenting, there's not a lot of time for hobbies. But when you do have time, yeah. what, what are some things you still like to do? Um, well, right now, very big on my health. Uh, so two years ago, I was diagnosed with lupus, um, an autoimmune disease. Um, so I've been very particular on like dieting and exercising just because I've, I've researched and I got to know a little bit more of that diagnosis and it's and it's whole. Um, so right now I work out on a consistent basis and I try to consume foods that are healthy for me just because I want to be healthy, not only for me, but for my son and try to contribute that to him as well. And, and kind of just get a good start, you know, for being healthy and, and just, you know, thriving, I guess, as I get older. Great. And, uh, and who inspires you in your life, Crystal? Um, I honestly would say my mom, my mom, she is the backbone and she, um, she has done a lot for me. And I think that's, you know, I think that's 
because of her, I, I, I'm at the place where I'm at today. If it wasn't for her and her support through my whole life, um, I remember, you know, when both of my parents would go work, my mom would make sure that I would make it to my soccer practice and she would make sure that she would pay for my really expensive um, club team to make sure that I succeeded in that because she saw faith in me and and yeah, my mom was the one that pushed me and in, in everything in life. Um, so I, I'm very thankful for her. And till this day, you know, she, yeah, she's been my, my rock. Oh, what a great mama you have there. And then yeah. uh, your dad works for our company, correct? He does. He's our maintenance director here. So he, he's also has a lot of um, contributions that he's made. So he was the one that started me into playing soccer. He was actually my coach, um, right when I was a little kid. And that's how I started playing soccer. Um, and he was always very constructive towards me because he knew my capacity and he knew, um, what I was capable of. So he was always very hard on me because he knew that I was able to give more than what I gave myself or gave myself credit for. Um, so he also pushed me along, you know, my boundaries and helped me, you know, keep myself in check and disciplined. This podcast comes at an incredible time. So my first practice with my five-year-old daughter's team is tomorrow. Oh, nice. I spent a good two hours for five-year-olds planning the practice out from minute to minute. Uh-huh. My wife came over. She's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I, I just got to get this right, at least the first one. And I'm sure it'll go out. You know, how do you teach five-year-olds? You know, usually roll out the balls and let them play. But yeah. I got a plan. I have a plan. We'll see how I'll have to report back to you and let you know how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's your first <laughs> shot at it as well. So, all right, fun question here. So you're handed a suitcase and two plane tickets. You got to go straight to the airport. Where are you going? Who are you bringing and why? Oh, I, I will still say my mom, a hundred percent. My mom deserves everything. And if I can pay her back one day with everything that she's given to me, like I would give it to my mom. I would let her pick wherever she wants to go. She's the commander. She decides where she wants to go. She deserves that and much more. Where do you think she'd choose? I think she would choose somewhere hot, maybe like Hawaii (laughs) or yeah, I would say Hawaii. All right. Well, Hawaii is a good spot. It's been awfully hot here, though, unfortunately. Yeah. So, I, you know, I hope it's actually cooler over there. So, yeah. all right. Well, this is always the question we end our podcast with, which is uh, at Avenir, we consider our fa- residents family. What does family mean to you? Family is not always blood. Um, I think family means, you know, loving and and having compassion and, and caring for other individuals um, in a way that is undescribed. Um, I think here in this community, we, we, we take a lot of residents that need that. And I think it's important for them to have that aspect in their life. Um, especially towards the end of their life. I think family is very important. And I think it's awesome that we can share that we have a lot of people here who are compassionate and care for others. Um, so yeah, I think it's all about caring and loving one another despite their defects and things like that. Um, Cause at the end you create a bond and it's a beautiful bond that, you know, doesn't go away. 
Well, Crystal, I really appreciate you joining the podcast. You yeah, are a you so very valuable member of our sales team and a mentor for us. And you help others, even though you're you're fairly new in your career with us, but you've shown so much potential and, and the results to back it. So it just shows to all the hard work and effort and energy your family's put into you, but also you put back into our community. So uh, kudos and thank you to all you do and, and thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the people of RTA Living Pod. Find us on your favorite podcast platform and follow RTA Living on social media to keep listening in.